nice uh, somebody who throws a few fucks into it every now and then yeah <laughs> well that's that's what life is about isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's nobody that doesn't curse like we all fuck it every now and then yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it's our it's our uh, what you call it our pressure valve you know every so often you just need to let out a big fuck and you're grand you know oh, fuck it I need to get me a podcast straight <laughs> talk yeah. mental health straight talk mental a big hello, welcome along on this journey we call Straight Talk Mental Health. It's your weekly podcast where we look at mental health from a, a different perspective, to put it mildly. My name is Peter Dunn and his name is... Alan Clark. So we started this podcast so that even if you have perfect mental health... Well, firstly, well done. Uh, you lying it, son of a bitch. <laughs> we will cover pathological liars at some stage, so we'll come round to you. But it, it may be something, you know, you might need later in life, or uh, at least you'll be able to see what's happening in the lives of your family, your friends, your loved ones, and uh, you'll be in a position to help them, or at least understand. And, uh, and that's important in what we're talking about this week as we straight talk bipolar and joining us later on is pamela who wants to tell you her story and her experience with bipolar uh mr clark have to ask you how's your dad keeping yeah he's okay um he was up out of bed it fucking knocked him knocked him on his ass for for anyone didn't know uh my dad has covid or 99 percent suspected for covid they sent him over to nice hospital they kind of sent him home gone you don't really want to be here um best best place for you is to be at home um but i know his partner definitely and definitely has a um, but uh, yeah, he's up. He's up out of bed. But uh, Anne was saying like she she's struggling breathing and stuff like that. She can't take but a few steps. And my God, she's out of breath and stuff. So, that's scary. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's as much as I know at the minute now. But um, is he on the mend? Uh, well, he's he was up. <laughs> he was, okay. He, he was up out of bed anyway. So that that was that that was a good sign anyway. Mm, yeah. 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 But he's scary old thing. I tell you, I tell you what I have noticed, man. And I've, mm. uh, you know, and I've been checking in with clients, and you know, there was, there was a long time there, up, up until the last few weeks, saying to clients like, you know, well, have you known anyone that had it, or you know, and you'd get this kind of, oh, well, me, me, me cousin's girlfriend's father had it, you know, they were fairly, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the periphery, mm. you know, someone you knew through someone kind of thing, but now it's me cousin has it, me sister yeah, has yeah. it, me brother has it, me father has it. That 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 field has certainly narrowed. Yeah, um, definitely. In, in, in terms of contact with it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It is scary. It's very, very scary. And uh, when you see the numbers, I know they're gradually coming down at this moment, and hopefully they oh, keep the coming down. Them. But uh, it, it they seem to have all right. Yeah, yeah but um, it is. It's scary. It's scary, scary stuff out there. All right, mm. and. Um, but uh, funny enough, actually, one thing I heard there during the week, uh, I was listening to an interview, uh, it was an author of some mental health book, I'm not sure, but she made a very good point that people are dealing with it better because they've been through this before, i.e. they've stayed inside, they've kept oh, yeah. themselves to themselves. Do you notice that in your practice? Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mix, actually. Um, a few people, a few are like, Astro, look. It's for fucking use by now. It's the same shit. Mm. And then a few others like, I'm getting fucking sick of this now. This this is getting, this is just getting ridiculous now mm. at this point. Um, because, but, you know, there is a lot of people like, and they've, they've adhered rigidly, you know, and they've done everything that's been asked of them. They're, you know, just doing everything by the book. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. For sure, what do you get for it? You just get locked down again because, mm. because of people, people that aren't. Yeah, no, it's not fair, you know. Mm. Um, you know, when you do everything right and you do everything by the book and you're punished. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not right. Yeah, know? it's very frustrating. Um, now, look, I mean, it was always going to go up after Christmas, you know. Oh, we knew that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and I've seen people, look, when you know me, I'm, I'm first to criticise the government's handling of all this, but, you know, when they open things up before Christmas, they had to. People are going to do it anyway. Yeah. You're right, yeah, yeah. You know, that, and that was the thing. It's like, well, no one's going to fucking stop me going to me, man, going to me, dad. I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. They, mm. were, they were going to do it anyway. Yeah. So yeah. to make it manageable, I think that, that that was the only thing to go do. Yeah. I know. I will admit, hands up, that I was very like that when I heard that it was another lockdown. I was like, I was like ah, no, look, I'm, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. And mm, that's it. Mm. Not that I had a whole lot of contact with people. Mm. Seven contacts a day, mm. including my family. So, as in the people I live with, 
Yeah, you yeah. know, <laughs> and uh, you know we were doing the best we could, and I just like, ah, no, no, I don't care. I'm not, a, I'm not bothered. But then later on, I was like, ah, yeah, no, this is real. <laughs> you know, mm, the initial mm. reaction was always, I'm sick of this. But again, once you think about it, and you see the numbers, you see. You know, the people on Twitter and on Facebook saying, you know, they lost a parent or lost a brother mm-hmm. or sister or something like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, you nurses, doctors making these appeals saying, you know, this is putting a strain on us. Yeah, look, you, you understand. So you, you go do your you do your nothing, I suppose, which is yeah, stay at yeah. home. And, you know, yeah, that's uh, look, that's that's, that's all you can do. Doing. You know, I've mm-hmm. always worn a mask. I've always kept the distance. I've always used a hand sanitizer, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and I continue to do that. So. Just try and limit it as much as possible, but um, yeah, look, it's a fucking shit show, yeah. um, and it's going to be a shit show for another while anyway. Mm-hmm. I think it's something the lads were just talking there uh, during the week. We just we did a Zoom call actually. It was a bit of crack. Um, usually just consists of all of us slagging off. We met Dom. <laughs> <laughs> you know there's just one whipping yep. like yeah <laughs> imagine if you uh, took him out of the equation it'd be just he talking sense it'd be shocking yeah, no. yeah exactly yeah he, yeah that, that he, 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 he's the ties that bind you know yeah. we're united in let's let's just slag off Dom <laughs> um, so we we know we normally go to uh, Portugal to play golf oh yeah uh, right, in May it started as uh, for my 40th and we've continued that uh, obviously it was cancelled last year and I told the boys in February last year I was like boys I don't think we're going to get to Portugal no 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 we'd be grand we're grand I, like, I don't know I don't think so and I was right so we've got, we've, we're cancelling that now as well because mm. that's, that'll be the start of May so just like oh it's grand we'll just you know we'll just push it to the same date uh, next year so mm-hmm. we've already wrote that off uh, yeah. in May you know we're not going to be not going to be going off playing golf mm. yeah that's, it, you just can't. That, that's that's the thing I'm hearing as well. A lot of people with nothing to look forward to. No, I'm just going to say really that. Fucking you can't hard. plan anything. No. You know, if you're having a big milestone birthday or anniversary mm. this year, you look forward to your holiday or whatever. You, you can't, you know. Look forward, you can look forward to the weekend because that's inevitable. Mm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do with the weekend? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Like, I've got that's James. I've got, I've got James for three nights this week. That's the you know, first time since last year, last Christmas. I say, the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> Mm, that's it, yeah. I got him for three nights. Like, we can't go anywhere. Yeah, you know, we go for a walk. So, well, sorry, buddy. If it's not pissing raining, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you like that? You said. So I mean, you had it yourself over Christmas. You had a wedding. There was twenty five people. Like, yeah, it was still great crack. I really enjoyed. I, it I was just, you know, I was wondering that after a game after, changer, I think. after talking to you, I was like, I wonder, is it really going to cut back on these massive fucking extortionately priced? Yeah, weddings, I like? think from anybody was was talking to who've been to weddings in the last nearly a year have said it's um definitely an eye-opener for people you know like we're no different i mean we spent thousands on our wedding Mm, sure mm, you did yourself as mm, well mm. for a day Mm. oh yeah yeah yeah. um so yeah you know get your your closest your nearest and dearest and uh uh, enjoy you know rather yeah. than 300 people and you're trying to get around to them all and talk to them all before you know it forget about the it. night's gone yeah you, know, you don't get to enjoy the yeah. day you know yeah. i was uh, talking i was talking to a client and she she's due to get married uh next year and she's like because um, we were talking about weight loss and i was like oh she's everyone's talking about fucking weight loss <laughs> this week mm-hmm. um and she's like i know you know kind of get the get the bikini body kind of thing because we're, we're going to spend the money on the honeymoon we're not going to spend all the mad money on the yeah we said that wedding. as well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're gonna spend more money on enjoying ourselves mm, over mm. the following two weeks after that, you know. And she's yeah. right, she's dead right, absolutely. Yeah. You know, because yeah. like look back to your own wedding. Mm. Was there anybody you felt you shouldn't have invited no, and people I kept, I know, you small felt that small enough you never invited was. me, but anyways, so I'm not <laughs> Did I even know you at the time? Ah, typical you. Always excuses. Yeah, always <laughs> excuses. Oh yeah, I didn't fucking know you. Oh yeah. Make excuses. Hold that one, yeah. Typical you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, there was always somebody when you look back you go, Jesus, I should have invited them. Mm. But I had to cut them out because I mm-hmm. had to bring you know, or the old pair or saying the oh, mother was on to go, you have to invite her now. You know, and the postman has always been good to you in fairness you know <laughs> oh, Jesus man come on yeah. you know but I know my folks weren't like that but I've often mm. heard of uh, oh totally yeah. you have to on. you have to invite her now yeah. you can't now you can't invite her and not invite her yeah, yeah. oh fucking great there's fucking 75 quid or 100 quid there now to feed them to and you're opening up a can of worms as well it's like <laughs> that you know I'd like let, let's say you didn't want to invite cousins and you go right well 
I get on well with this cousin, but if they talk to that cousin and they'll know they were invited and they're yeah, not yeah, going to affect yeah, yeah. all of a sudden oh, you have 45 invites yeah, after the, that. The politics you know? of wedding invites. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people take offense. Would you take offense if you weren't oh, invited oh, to a wedding? Yeah. Would I take offense if, if you if weren't I invited was, to a wedding? If I wasn't, I'd be yeah. fucking delighted. <laughs> <laughs> I think this will change people. I think this will change the landscape of it, of mm. people going, we don't need this. We don't. When you look at what to do in the UK, and I've been to I've been to a wedding in the UK that I really enjoyed, and all it was was show up and finger food and a bit of music, and like everybody is home by like half ten, you know. Mm -hmm. Like we finish up at Irish weddings only getting going at that time. Oh, you're waiting for the sausages to come out. That's it, yeah. Here we go. Here's the sandwiches now with the cocktail sausages. (laughs) Fucking lovely. Here comes the band are coming on now. Yeah, band only starting. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Six but o'clock yeah. in the morning, back at a residence bar. <laughs> oh, resi bar. I love a resi bar. Jeez. Messy, messy place to be. But great yeah. crack. Great memories. <laughs> <laughs> what's been going on with you, man? What's, what's been happening with you this week? Um, this week, uh, more lockdown. Uh, mm. More or less the same <laughs> as last week. It's like an episode of uh, Scooby-Doo. You know, when the background just keeps repeating over and over and over again. <laughs> Lazy animators. Yeah. And there's a woman mopping in the background. And you go further on, there's another woman mopping in the background. <laughs> I seen that woman there two minutes ago. Jesus. <laughs> That's what we are in this country. Yeah. Lazy animators. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're at that point, all right. I feel, you know, I'm always at the end of a session, as I said before, to, to kind of bring clients back into the here and now. I'll say, oh, what's, what's the plan for the evening? I've had to stop. Because <laughs> everyone's like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> so yeah. I learned after the first lockdown, you know, you just stop asking because part of the problem for people is there's no fucking difference. That's what's bringing them in. Exactly. Just, oh, yeah. just <laughs> Same shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I actually, I finished uh, Shit's Creek. Oh, yeah. yeah what do you think? It was good. I really enjoyed it. It's a good ending, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like, a lovely yeah, ending. Yeah. Really, really it good really round. is. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I, was dis- I, was, I was disappointed Ted didn't come back into it. And their, their breakup was just like, oh, well, that's it. Okay. You were engaged and you just agreed to disagree and that was it. Okay. No, I, I, I kind of like that. I, uh, I thought that was a, that, that's oh, just, ah, you fucking ruined it, man. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Spoiler <everybody>. alert. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. You can fucking hang Peter Dunn out to dry on that one. <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. <laughs> sorry. First, I ruined um, Quantum Leap on you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was thirty years. Alright, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Like, you know, statute of limitation had passed on that one, but Shit's Creek, like, is yeah. still no, still kind of hot. I enjoyed it and I, I love the way the characters kind of develop and you see that yeah, the, the whole yeah. the premise of it is you know it's lovely isn't it it's just really is, nice it's yeah. nothing you know what I mean that, that, that's what I was saying to you when I finished it versus when I finished Modern Family like I, I don't remember the end of Modern Family it just no you're right it didn't go out on yeah, yeah I, I was kind of indifferent to it but with that I was like oh that's fucking lovely man that's you know that mm. that's just that's that's nice now that's that's how you do yeah, it yeah yeah I will miss uh, Katrina Harrod, though. She was excellent. <laughs> With the baby. It's <laughs> my lovely Johnny Rowe. <laughs> we appear to have been infiltrated. <laughs> yeah, she, she just excellent. got more eccentric as it went oh, on. It was, it was brilliant. Yeah, I loved her character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant yeah. character. And her and David. Just, David's expressions are just amazing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love how he'd... Uh, and I think it's become quite quite a common way of doing it now, of how we describe the sexuality of, as a something like, uh, well, sometimes I like red wine and sometimes I like white wine and sometimes I like a rosé or something like that. Mm. He, 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 something like that, wasn't it, that, that he used to describe it? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. And I think that's, uh, did you watch the making of or the documentary? On, no, on I did not. I will, I'll watch it now. All that's right, yeah. I, won't, yeah. I won't say any more than I want. Yeah, no, I like them kind of behind the scenes stuff and all that, you know. So mm. it'll be, yeah, it'll be an interesting watch. But, um, yeah, it's good. but funny, you know, it kind of got me thinking, though, as well. Um, you know, you're obviously an actor and you're uh, mm-hmm. a psychotherapist. Mm-hmm. Um, is it something that complements each other? You know, you can mimic a personality, obviously, and see the detail in different characters that some might miss. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely. Those two worlds marry very well, in, you know, in terms of physicality or in terms of understanding people or understanding characters of, mm-hmm. oh, well, why would that person be the way they are, you know? And I think um, great, great series or great movies really, you know, really, really develop a character and they're not just bad. Or he's just not just a bad guy just for the sake of being the bad guy. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think that I think that really helps. But I often found for me, I I would become nearly obsessive if I was preparing for a play or something like that. I'd be watching everyone. Uh, you know, everyone I walk past, or I'd be sitting down just observing people going past. Uh, just getting just getting ideas in, in for for a character and mm. uh, stuff like that and i've always said that um you know for me good acting and therapy being a therapist uh are just come down to uh listening mm. just good listening skills because usually what happens with and you and you you know and i've done i've acted with so many people and it's it's really painful that they're not actively listening. They're just waiting for their cue to speak their line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if you're just listening, the reactions will come naturally. The 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 it it'll flow better. Mm. Some some of my favorite some of my favorite moments uh, acting have been just you know with uh, certain actors that it's just an inflection. You know, you'd be doing it. You'd be doing a play, so you know you're doing the same show every night, but. Mm. Uh, just a, an inflection on a word changes the whole rhythm of it. Mm-hmm. And just those little moments where, where the other actor kind of catches up on that as well. And I've been in, I've been in plays that it's going to be 100% the exact same show every single night. Mm. There'll never be an inflection. There'll never be a change in action. Um, and it's kind that's of, it's fucking boring. We're creatures of habit as well. And if you're mm. working in a factory and you're making boxes, you're going to make the same bloody box a thousand times. You know, it's you could argue it's the same for actors as well. You just go in there, you act a part and you go away because it's your job and you have to do it if you're me- mechanically minded. Yeah, but, but that but that won't resonate, particularly in theatre. That won't resonate. I mean, that's great for film because you need continuity um, and shot after shot after shot and take mm. after take. That's, that's great. But uh, for theatre... That just is a very stagnant kind mm. of show. Well, I was going know. to say that to you. I mean, do you need to give the actor uh, a bit more freedom? You know, or actors to talk with the director and go, well, I think this is what they do. Yeah, yeah. You know. A thousand percent. I mean, you know, I was involved in plays before and it kind of stopped me being involved with with, with, with a particular uh, group was that it was so regimental. And then you're going to go here and then you're going to do that and then you're going to do that and then do yeah, this yeah. and then do this. I was like, well, what the fuck do you need me for? Like, <laughs> I should just put a book and I'm just a marionette here. Like, and look, obviously you're there to serve the purpose yeah. of the director, but it's like, no, let's fucking flesh it out here. Let's just see where it goes. Mm. Let's let's just let it be organic in rehearsal. Yeah, yeah. And go, oh, oh, that was, okay, right. Now, yeah, yeah. let's bring that in. Um, and they're, they're the bits as an actor that you're like, oh, that's the good shit. You know, mm. and, and you feel it and it resonates. And there's a, uh, there's an expression in, 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 in acting that particularly in theater that uh, if you feel it the audience will feel it mm-hmm. you know and that in, from a neuroscience point of view then that's probably the mirror neurons so the mirror neurons in their brain are firing in the same way that yours are so you know i've i've been on stage crying and audience members have come up to me afterwards in fucking tears like they're bawling and you can see people in the audience blowing their nose and sniffling and wiping mm-hmm. wiping tears away um so those little that's the moment yeah, yeah and they're they're the great moments and i remember it was the 50th i think it was the 50th anniversary of the drama festival in kildare and i uh, and i had won the uh the all ireland finals with the silk and thomas players when we did the normal art and as as did one and as it was the 50th anniversary it was uh president McAleese was it? McAleese, yeah, I think I think it was McAleese. But she was the patron of the of the Drama League of Ireland or something like that. And all these dignitaries were going to meet her, the mayor of you know, and all this kind of stuff. Like, and and I went up and I shook her hand as I always said, like I'm 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 merely an actor. Like, don't you know? Don't. She goes, oh, no, no, no. She says, and it was brilliant. It stayed with me. She says, no, no. She says, she said something. God bless you for it. She said because for that hour and a half or that two hours you're taking people out of their lives mm, the escapism of it they can leave it all behind and just watch you doing what you're doing there mm-hmm. for for those two hours and that 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 stayed with me i was like jesus yeah mm. so that's, that's it, yeah that's why we watch mm. films we 
We go yeah. to the cinema to just get out of our own life into somebody mm. else for an hour and a half or two hours. Mm. You know? And that's that's the, the privilege of being an actor, that you, you literally yeah. get to live someone else's life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, come here, smiles and riles, smiles and riles, yes. Smiles, smiles and riles, yeah. And I had a couple of smiles similar to your, to your Shits Creek. Oh, go for it. A couple of, couple of shows I, I, I completed on, on Netflix. Uh, what's the... Um, the third season of Cobra Kai. Have you have you watched it? Um, no, I think it disturbed you from watching it yesterday, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you texted me. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, oh no, shit! Actually, that's fucking totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard good it's, things about it. I heard uh, it's kind brilliant. of cheesy uh, and tacky. Oh yeah, but like it's uh, it, it makes no qualms about it. Like it's mm. for anyone that doesn't know, it's the series that follows up from the original Karate Kid. Mm. So it's Daniel San and Johnny and um, no, Mister Miyagi. No, he's he's long yeah. gone, um, but it's fantastic. Just really? for, you know, is it funny get, or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but okay. like, like I said, it's very, it's 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 very tongue in cheek. Okay, and and it you know it 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 kind of um, throws back to how cheesy the the, the movies were, the original eighties movies were, mm-hmm. and it kind of doesn't make any you know doesn't make any excuses for it. Um, like one of them, your man Johnny, who would have been the bully in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like he's still stuck in that eighties, <laughs> you know, jacket sleeves rolled up, listening to all the the hair metal rock and stuff like mm. this. Like you know, we all know people like that, don't calling we? women babes and stuff yeah. like this. Like you know, <laughs> like they're still living off the popularity from like sixty or when everyone yeah, else yeah. moved on and grown yeah, up. Yeah, they're still, yeah. 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 God. So I, I, fin- I finished the third season of that. So uh, you should check it out. Any anyone should check it mm. out. It's very it's very Ooh. good for for a nice piece of nostalgia. And the other thing I watched then that cheered me up was uh, the history of swear words. Oh, Have you seen no, that? no. On Netflix. No. Nicholas Cage. Uh, but the interview, like, um, it's all about the etymology of um, uh, swear words and stuff like that. And they've got it's very short, and they're only like twenty minutes long. Uh, it's only about four or five episodes or something like that. So one of them is. You know the history of fuck, the history of shit, the history of dick, yeah. the history of pussy. I, I, um, I, th- I think I seen a documentary called Fuck um, mm. a long time ago, now like fourteen, mm-hmm. fifteen years ago, and they were just talking about it. Actually, it bored the crap out of me after about fifteen minutes. I know this. This is good now. This is good. Out cracks because the interview comedians, you know, they're interviewing Jim Jeffries, Nikki Glaser, Sarah Silverman, stuff like that. But mm. they also have like professors and linguists and stuff like this. Okay. Well, you know, at first, so. Uh, Bitch, for example, dates back to something like the 1500s or something and, and uh, beach for a female dog or something like that and how okay. it's evolved from that yeah, and how yeah. the meaning of it has changed and uh, stuff like that. So it's very interesting. I mean, I, I, I love the etymology of phrases and words and stuff like that. Mm. And then, you know, when you make it humorous then as well. Um, and Nicolas Cage is just fucking, he kind of pre- presents it and mm. Nicolas Cage is just Nicolas Cage. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, but... Uh, yeah, so that that was that was me interesting. That was me interesting um, watching watching during mm. the week. Made you smile. Made me smile, but I had a big smile, and it happened just before Christmas. I fucking forgot all about it until I was reminded during the week. So a friend of mine, Paddy, that I worked with, Jesus, twenty years ago. For anyone that was down in Modus, Paddy O'Toole. <laughs> Paddy was Paddy's great. Really small, like he was re- real stocky, but he's a proper biker, like, and he's got the shaved head and the mag and mm. all of that. And you go up to Paddy and you're like, ah, come on, come on, you're all fucking, you're all cuddly. He goes, ah, he says, a fucking polar bear looks cuddly. Wouldn't fucking go up and rub one of them, would you? I was like, all right, fair enough, Paddy. <laughs> but I got a random message off him just before Christmas uh, of a picture of a Batman comic. And he goes, uh, seen this, picked it up for you. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, man, that's fucking sound. Like, thanks very much. So that's he stuck brilliant. it in the post. <laughs> wow. And, and, and sent it out to me. I was like, geez. I said, like, oh, I sent you money. He goes, oh, no, it's a gift. That's, that's, that's for you. That is lovely. Yeah. When was the last and, time you spoke to him? Oh, Before Jesus. That. I haven't probably seen him in about <laughs> 10 years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's you amazing. know, you get the odd Facebook like or comment or something like that. And yeah. uh, that'd be it. And just, just, out, just out of the blue. But I was reminded of it because he stuck a picture up on Facebook the other day of himself and the missus. I was like, what the fuck is that in the picture? I sent a message. Did you get married? He's like, yeah. <laughs> we just went off and got married. They were going to do the big wedding thing. Yeah. They were in the process of sending out invitations and then COVID hit. And he's like, yeah, man. We said, we said fuck it. We went off to the registry office and yeah. we'll do the big party when, when everything settles down. So. Yeah. So that, that, that made me smile. I was like, oh, Brilliant. fucking lovely. I was absolutely delighted for him. Yeah. Ah, yeah. so. oh, that's amazing. 
That, that was me smiles. That was me smiles stuff. for the week. Now, what mm. pissed you off? Me riot. Me riot is a fairly, fairly minimal one. You probably wouldn't even know, to, know about it. Mm. Um, they've changed the design of coke cans. Have you seen it? No. They're tall and narrow now. Where you know your oh, coke can, yeah, your diet yeah. coke can. I got a free can of Fanta. It's still in the fridge, actually, because I don't drink that shit. If you were listening to me last week, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking Nazi. I, I still took it anyways, but it's in the fridge, and it's That's I wouldn't mind taking anyway. It's right at the back of the fridge, so it's it's ice cold and it's just oh, perfect. But I'm not what drinking is it? that shit. Fanta, Fanta. yeah, yeah. Man, I could take a leaf Fanta. Yeah, um, <laughs> but the, yeah, sort of change the can, so they're they're kind of narrow and upright now. Mm. But so I had a Christmas like, you know, I was like, I'm not going to go full, full fucking full fat on the Coke. Like, so I'd, I'd drink Diet Coke. If I was to have a kind of treat, <laughs> I'd have Diet Coke. So I, I was like, I had a, two of them there in the, in the fridge and I was going, I was uh, at the drive. So I was like, I should bring one in the car. But sure, the fucking cans don't stay in the, in the holder in oh, the car. Oh, they're too tall. They're too yeah, narrow yeah, and they're yeah, too tall. Yeah. Going round a roundabout. Ooh. The fucking can of coke that I had, the can of diet coke that I take on one mouthful of, round around about no splash. The new like, car, fucking anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like fucking anyway. So that's 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 me royal the, the redesign yeah. of 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 coke cans and um, cup holders not being able to. Jesus, <laughs> to, yeah, you never think of that. Like, yeah, yeah. My God, you know. Yeah, trivial, uh, trivial things, man. But that's the yeah, stuff. That still, though, me out. still, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, do you know, do you know what I did the other day? Did you see the picture I put up on Facebook the other day? Of the knife of the. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jesus, tell me about that. <laughs> Fuck's sake! I was walking. I was walking to work the other day. I was hoo- fucking hooving down the road anyway. And next thing I come up on the road, and there's a knife, a kitchen knife, mm. uh, just on the on the footpath. I was like, the fuck? That's a bit random, like. And then I was like. Oh, maybe maybe someone's tossed it like mm. and I kinda looked at it and I was like, No, no, there's nothing, there's no blood on it or anything like that. So I was like, Fuck, I better pick that up, like I can't leave that, just can't leave that in the footpath, like. So good civilian, picked up the knife, I was like, Right, mm-hmm. fucking look around there and out for a bin. So I'm walking down the road with a knife in my hand. Come on. Yeah. And then people started approaching me, coming from the opposite direction. I'm like, Fuck, I'm walking down the road with a fucking knife in my hand. What the fuck <laughs> am I gonna do with this? Fingerprints, like, dude. Fingerprints. Like yeah, it's like I can't put it in my pocket because it's gonna look like he's carrying a knife and he's just after hiding it. So I was just kind of very delicately, <laughs> you know, I wasn't holding it like I was gonna fucking shank someone. So I was like just kind of holding it between me <laughs> two fingers and thumb to kind of go like I'm no threat with this knife. Um, <laughs> and so that, but I was what, five minutes, no, no, four minutes, realistically four minutes walking down the road until I got to a bin. And I fucked it into pain. <laughs> I yeah. was like, what was I doing picking that up? Like, well, I couldn't leave it there either. So I know, like, yeah, yeah. Go for what, it. what do yeah. you do? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tell you, man. So if anyone heard about fucking Alan Clark walking hood. around carrying a knife. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. He was carrying a knife. <laughs> yeah, I was. But I, I wasn't out to get anyone on that particular day. <laughs> no, no. What's, what's your smiles and Royals, man? What's been going on? Uh, what's been going on? Royal, I did me fucking back in. I did an Alan Clark. I did Yay. it back. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the world, man. Fuck. I don't you know what. Old, is it? Or I, I don't know what or? I did with it. I honestly what don't you do? know. But breed. <laughs> well, actually, it hurts to breed in a funny uh, way. Yeah. Do you know when you Where get the right middle? in between the shoulder blades, right oh, in between yeah. there? And I don't know what I did, but yesterday I took a Neurofen, and I thought, ah, oh, that's fine. That that was grand. And uh, Neurofen just, or Neurofen Plus. Neurof, uh, probably Neurofen Plus, I think. That's the one you want. That's the anti-inflammatory. <laughs> I, I went to bed and woke up in agony. Every time I wanted to turn over in bed, it was like uh, trying to engage me ab muscles to take the pressure away from the back. It's like, uh, Jesus. Oh, it's bad. It's bad, mm. all right. But uh, mm. uh, look, it's one of those things that will go away only. It pissed me off because I can't fucking exercise. Although attempting as it might be to give it a bash, you're probably only making yourself worse and dragging yeah. out the injury. So, you know, call it, relax for a couple of days and then mm-hmm. take it up again. But it is annoying. It's really Did you twist it? Or did I don't have a clue, happen? dude. I really yeah. don't have a clue. I yeah, just I ended up with this pain. Well, yeah. You know. But uh, look, it is only temporary. But you know, when you breathe deep and you get a reminder, bang, mm-hmm. ow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, that, um, that pissed me off this week. Um <laughs> one thing that made me smile was um we've we've the kids home with us now obviously um they're off schools they're off preschools crash at the moment and that so we're working from home we're kind of staggering hours and kind of back to march basically 
but um you know you're letting the kids away with a little bit more than you normally would so to get <laughs> a little bit more telly to get a little mm. bit more uh, attention it might get a little bit more um uh, treats or something to kind mm. of right well look you sit down eat your treat and watch your telly and you're yeah, trying to yeah, get yeah. work done in a burger <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah yeah <laughs> and then you're down coloring with them actually that was cool today i got to color and draw pictures with them and i i kind of go into a zone where i'm like no no don't mm. don't touch my picture go away i'm working on yeah yeah, yeah. You know, i'm working on something shoot no i'm <laughs> coloring inside the lines or go away <laughs> <laughs> oh you have to ruin it oh <laughs> i'm gonna have to start elsa all over again <laughs> <laughs> mommy daddy won't let us color <laughs> it's mine i worked too hard on this <laughs> but um no we uh uh i dare christmas laura got me a, a battery pack for alexa so uh, Alexa has to be plugged oh, you can in. Make it mobile. Yeah, so you can you can bring it anywhere in the house, anywhere mm. there's Wi Fi mm. and like that, which is pretty cool. And you get like eight hours out of it. And mm. um, you know, for anybody who doesn't know, like Alexa, Google Home, all that kind of stuff, mm. like speech so activated. Oh, they're amazing. They're a game changer. You know, so smart handy. speakers are just incredible. Um, but they really are. Like it, it's amazing. Imagine going back twenty years and telling yourself, do you know what they're going to have in twenty years' time? Yeah. You've got to go away. That's a sci-fi film. Yeah, right? yeah. Go away yeah. out of that. But they're they're incredible. You know, you give them commands. Uh, mm. You know, they can uh, they can turn on and off your light switches. They can mm. play music, any song in the world. You can ask any question, mm. weather, blah, blah, blah. So I let the kids go off and play because they love Alexa. So I let the kids <laughs> go off and play with Alexa. And the first thing they wanted Alexa to do was fart. <laughs> Alexa, do fart, a fart. Fart, Yeah. They spent about half Brilliant. an hour, no word of a lie, but half an hour in fits laughing at Elsa. Yeah. Or not Elsa, Alexa. <laughs> As she went yeah, through different yeah. farts, different methods of farts, and different oh, names lovely. for farts. Yeah. And then asking you, will I do another one? And then go, yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. Here is a dirty one. <laughs> You're going, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but all, all I could think about at the time was, you know, imagine they're in Silicon Valley or in the Amazon offices or in uh, San mm. Francisco. Mm. And there's a bunch of executives sitting around a table going, well, look, you know, we can make her, uh, we make her adaptable to, you know, help older people who need <laughs> assistance. They can call, they can drop in or they can do this. You know, they can tell you the weather. They can give you information. Mm. One person had to put their hand up and go, can we make her fart? <laughs> Come on, can we make her fart? Go on, go on. And everyone went, yes! Yeah. <laughs> Raise for Chad. Chad, you're getting more chairs this year. <laughs> well, there you Genius. go. And it's probably one of the most popular commands. Uh, Alexa, do a fart. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. James hasn't caught that one yet. No, he hasn't. No, he, he's more of the, the prankster. He'll be in bed and he'll tell... He'll t- if I say it, she'll fucking do it. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll tell the home assistant here uh, to play something on, on the TV. And I'll be downstairs watching telly and next thing, fucking Transformers Bang. or something comes out. Like, <laughs> well, you just pray to God that he doesn't know how to tell it to wake you up at three o'clock in the morning with horror sounds. Oh, so you're lying yeah. in bed and all of a sudden you hear, <laughs> fuck who's downstairs it's mad though because he, he was at it there last week and jeez I don't know what it came out with he was just sort of speaking a sentence just to get it to do something like mm. show me this kind of thing from that thing with the thing and I'm like funny <laughs> you have to be a little bit shorter with it but then it fucking threw it out <laughs> I was like Jesus Christ yeah you'd be surprised you'd be surprised yeah. with that coming back when, when he was younger he he, he couldn't say Google so it was, uh, it was like like Lugal or something like that. Mm. Um, so I couldn't understand him. But then you see him, you see him getting that little bit older, and it starts to understand him. And so now mm. we can do it whenever, whenever he wants. Um, Gas, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But I, you know, you talk about all this automation. I got an email this morning. Yeah, <laughs> I ordered a couple of weeks ago. Robotic vacuum cleaner. Oh, I was looking at them. They look brilliant. Yeah. I know. I seen one in action, and I was like. That's it. That's a fucking game changer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, just put it on when I'm down the office. I come home, and this one, this one will wash the floor and everything. I'm like, oh wow, ah here, ah here, this is it. So I was waiting two weeks for Amazon, and then I got an email to say to say, oh, you'll have it in two weeks' time. I was like, oh fucking happy days. Mm. And it works with Google then as well, so you can just tell the assistant. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever see that? Do you know what the bad thing about them is though? Is if like there's an advert on the telly or a movie. And then it triggers your one. No. Don't no. get the... No, mine's in the kitchen. 
on top of the fridge. Oh, you want in the sitting I'm, room. I'm convinced ah, right, my young yeah. lad thinks the fridge is Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have one in the sitting room and if there's a movie or an ad comes on, it fucking, it does whatever they're talking about oh, in the movie. Oh, very like, good. Cancel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, lazy you know, man, I'm just lazy. We were on uh, we were on holidays in uh, holidays in uh, Monaghan recently, <laughs> and uh, we uh, were in the hotel restaurant having a bite to eat, and the young lad just turned around and said, uh, <laughs> "In the middle of the restaurant, Alexa, play Humpty Dumpty." <laughs> what do you think? We carry her around with us, you know? She follows us around. She's in the sky, you know, <laughs> in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> no one to answer my commands wherever I am. <laughs> what is this nonsense? <laughs> what, is, what is this place you call? Carrick Macross? Ah, oh, Jesus. I'm never coming back here. <laughs> no Alexa. I don't even have Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of hotel is this? Well, it wasn't like two-star hotel. Like, shambles of a place. <laughs> Will you see in 20 years' time when you'll be saying to yourself, you know, we'll be inventing a thing that goes with you everywhere. You don't even see it. You just ask it a question. Go away. You're living in a fucking sci-fi movie. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's your phone, man. Mm. <laughs> you know the Google's on your phone? It's like, hey, I have to stop. I can't say it because every time I say it, it fucking yeah. turns on. <laughs> and anyone that's listening at home, then it'll be, it'll be triggering their one. Um, I did make up a, a promo for the radio station. Um, that says, you know, you can get us on the smart speaker. Try it now. Mm. Kill the music. Alexa, play LMFM. Our stats are through the roof. It's fucking <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> telling you, I'm telling you. But can't yeah. speak, can't lie. So what is bipolar and what is it like to live with it? Joining us on the podcast for a chat and telling you all about it is Pamela O'Shea. Hey, Pamela. Hello there. First of all, thanks so much for reaching out to us and wanting to talk about this. It's something we were due to tackle um, and we're just delighted to be able to do it at this stage. So now I could ask Alan all about it and he can give me the technical terms, but I want to know from you, what is bipolar and what is it like to live with it? Um, I have I have what rapid cycle, rapid cycling bipolar, which like bipolar is, is lows, like really in my opinion, depths of despair, kind of depression, and you could be in that for days, weeks. Some one girl I knew was for months. The cycle was for months. Or you can have extreme highs where you're manic, and the only way I can describe it is it feels like your body wants to run away, but your skin is stopping it. So it's like a challenge to keep yourself even. Keep, for me, to keep myself even seated for long enough. And it was was a rapid cycling. It's it's that there the cycles come more often but aren't as long and I think they aren't even as severe you know as other people that I've, I've spoken to who have bipolar so it's just I say I'm, I'm told it's learning to, li- to live with it and find ways of living with it in some ways I can live with it and other ways I, I'm, I'm struggling really with certain things looking back Pamela when did you first start showing symptoms I can I can back going back a long way. Uh, I was only diagnosed in 2016, but I had like you know I I didn't know what it was going back all mm. those years ago. But I'd say like since late early teens, like maybe 10, 11, 12, I okay. started to notice differences. I knew I was different, but I'm putting that down now to be bipolar. It could be just that I'm just different. I don't know. You mentioned the, the the manic stage there, uh, Pamela. So you have a type one bipolar, is it? Is that what you've been diagnosed with? Um, well, it, was it, what they told me was it was a rapid cycling. It was bipolar BPD. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So just to explain for people again. So there's 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 normally sort of two main uh, types of bipolar. So you have bipolar one, which is high manic, uh, high mania. Um, that's the really high energetic stage. Um, and then, uh, so type one, type one bipolar used to be what we used to call manic depressive. So many people would be familiar with with, with that term, but they've they've they've, uh, they've changed it. So in a manic episode, then you've got like increased energy. You're just on the go the whole time. You know, you can you can kind of you feel like you can take on the world. No need to sleep. You know, you're just up all night, or you know, getting by on one or two hours of sleep very impulsive behavior uh you know people can clear out their bank account and go 
oh, I'm, in, I'm after investing every single penny that we have in Bitcoin or something like that. Or oh, I've decided I'm going to write a book or I'm going to run for uh, I'm going to run in politics and um, stuff like that. So very impulsive behavior or um, uh, sexual, uh, very sexually promiscuous, you know, really putting yourself in uh, at risk with some things. And then probably a little bit what you described there um, with the kind of racing thoughts or um you know kind of feeling feeling trapped in your body so you got the racing thoughts fast heart rate very fast uh, speech patterns so that's that's the kind of uh the manic the manic side of bipolar one and then the other side of it then is the uh is the depressive side so that's your you know as we as we know general uh, depressive state of lots, lots of interest and activities no energy, insomnia. Um, so whereas with the manic stage, you don't need to sleep. In the depressive state, you need to sleep, but you can't sleep. It's it, it's the insomnia side of it. And then you get all the, the feelings of worthlessness and guilt, that extreme sadness, that despair, and that, 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 that feeling overwhelmed. So that the manic stage really kind of goes along with um, type 1. Uh, bipolar and then type 2 bipolar is mainly more on the depressive side um and the 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 rapid cycling then that uh, pamela was mentioned was um the it tends to be more frequent is, is is that what you is that what you experience um yeah how many yeah kind of they're kind of coming more often but not as severe or mm. as long i can find on monday i could be depressed on Tuesday, I could be full of life, full of beans, everything is brilliant. But then Wednesday, I could be back down again. Mm. It, 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 it hits me very hard, very fast, but then it goes away again for a while. What's been the longest, or, you know, can you remember what's, what's the longest kind of period of, of the depressed side that, that you've experienced? Since, since they started me on lithium, I'm not manic anymore. I, I do get very energetic phases, but like I've, no, I've had no mania mm. more or less since. Depressed. Depression can go on for a few, a few, when we say a week, week and a half, and then you could have three or four days of that coming out of its stage. So it wouldn't really be that long. Mm. And how, how was it? How was it first diagnosed for you then, Pamela? I was in St. Patrick's in Dublin, and it was my seventh, sixth or seventh inpatient treatment. And um, I don't know, it, they were kind of divided. They, they, they were saying it was MS, and then the first thing was bipolar, and that the symptoms were the same. No, I couldn't figure that out. I did neurology. I did everything I was supposed to do. And they, they, they explained bipolar and they explained, explained borderline. And, you, you know, they, they, if you were to put yourself in one of those brackets, which you'd be. And I kind of went more towards borderline. So did they. But then three weeks later, I was, I was put on medication for bipolar. Mm. Well, what was your experience in, in Pat's like? We, we, had, uh, we had one of our previous guests that, that, that was in mm, there. Stephen what was Hadden it like for was, you? Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> well, was it that you loved about it then, Pam? <laughs> um, well, I suppose the structure, like it is very structured. You have to get up for breakfast. You have to be there for tea. So, and you can't. It's not as easy just get up for breakfast and go back to bed. You can't make sure you're out and about. And you know, I met some fantastic friends, friends there. If you're some, if you're locked in somewhere with someone for three months, you're gonna have to get on, like. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I liked the fact that I knew when I was there, I was doing something to help myself mm-hmm. instead of being thrown in bed for three or four weeks and getting up and yeah. getting on with it. You know, I did some programs and stuff. And how did you initially come to be brought to St. Pat's Pam? Did you go willingly, or did somebody have to convince you to go? Or it was, it was. I suppose it was a little bit of both. My doctor had suggested it, and I, I wasn't really in agreement with her. It takes me a while to process these Course. things. When I went away, and a few days later, I was back over at her saying, "You have, you're going to have to send me there. Like, it's what I need to do." Mm-hmm. That was it. It was, it was kind of. Really do you find you have people around you that can say to you i think you have a problem you're going to have to go or you you're having an episode or something um yeah i i am lucky enough in that way i think it's it's they're the unlucky ones because when when they approach me and say you know because i use the churchtown day hospital facility in, in newcastle west as well so i like did take have you rang churchtown or have you been into churchtown 
and do you think you need to go back or you need to go to the doctor or you know it's it's how i react i'm not the best to react to that kind of thing then okay i'm kind of going i know myself like i it's my body it's my temperament i should know myself when to go and you have no fucking clue what you're talking about <laughs> then again give it a day or two when i calm down and i think about it I, they're always right like and i'm very seldom right but yeah it's 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 how i it's how i take that advice is it's what's wrong in my situation not the giving of the advice so would you say you need people around you to be able to point out and say you're having a problem here I do. I, I, I do. I need I need people to um, I need I need the support. I need to know that they're there. Mm, I don't yeah. necessarily need yeah. them in my house because I, 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 I'm very I like my own space. But I, I like mm. to know that they're there if I need them. Who, who are the people you have around them, Pam? Is it, is it family? Is it friends? Is, is um, it... My, my, fam, my parents live directly across the road. So you don't get away with a whole pile there anyway. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the they're, they're twitching at the curtains. Yeah, that's why they have no curtains in the windows. They can look. <laughs> um, yeah, my family and and I've got great friends. You know, I've got friends, girls since I went to start to school with. You know, and get more girls I've met within the last say, ten years. You know, and they're they're. I think it's hard for them because I would I I'd have self harm. I'd be a self harmer, and I'd have. I think it's called suicidal ideation. Um, so it's it's very difficult for them to deal with it. For me, it's like, you know, it happens and I move on from it because that's just what I do. And it's not so easy for somebody else to look at that and say, how oh, can you just forget that happened? Or well, I think it's more difficult for them in that respect. Like. Yeah. Well, what's been the hardest part of it to deal with for you then, Pam? Um, I, I, I think it's just being so emotional and so sensitive. You know, like that's probably more the, the borderline side of it. My emotions would be not a hundred in thirty seconds, mm, or else mm. I, everybody else around me could be emotional over something, and I'm standing there with no emotion, trying to like crack out a tear. I find it very hard to deal with. It. Mm-hmm. You'd mentioned the, the suicidal ideation there, Pam. Had there been uh, suicide attempts? Yeah, there has been uh, is it four or five, and I, I'm not going to saying four or five. It's the first one I, I wouldn't really count because it sounds really stupid when I tell it back. I I was fourteen and I genuinely thought that like I had nothing to live for, so I got some tablets, and I went to the drinks cabinet at home, and I sat down with a bottle of vodka. The fuck of vodka was rotten and I couldn't drink it, so I wouldn't cast that as being. <laughs> Thank God for vodka tasting like shit. Yeah. It was a bottle of Malibu. I was probably fucked, like, but <laughs> but I yeah I don't know if you'd count that. But like the most recent one was um, October nineteen. Well, was it that uh, kind of got you to that point at that time then, Pam? Like this, this sounds like a really off to say, but I, I I'm working on it and I'm making great strides. Mm-hmm. For as long as I can recall, it's always been my plan B. It's all, not even my plan B, my plan. Like, I've always thought, always felt, and still, in a way, kind of do, but I'm getting better at it, feel that that's how I'll go. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. And it, it doesn't necessarily take anything to get me to there. Things could be absolutely brilliant mm. in my head. They will never get this good again. That's the point. Mm. Do you know? I mean, one of the, one of the, the very unfortunate... Um, uh, statistics around uh, bipolar is the risk of suicide is about 20 times greater than the general population, population. and yeah. between between 25 and 50 percent of uh, people with bipolar then attempt suicide at least once so it, uh, yeah. it, it, it does go hand in hand unfortunately when you when, when you get into such a such a depressed state with it and or even as you said that well it's never going to be this good again so yeah and I was running the other day sometimes I curse you when I'm out because I'm running and I'm listening to you and you make me laugh or something and I, go <laughs> and I completely have to stop then <laughs> good to hear yeah that's good to hear yeah. you wouldn't be the first person to curse us anyway <laughs> I won't worry about that <laughs> um, but oh yeah when you were saying about on your episode about the, the kind of 
I, I can't even fucking kill myself properly, like, mm. you know. Mm. The, like, shame, is it? It's, it? No, it's just that I couldn't do it. That's like, jeez, I like, this is my fourth time now, and I still can't get it right, like, you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Pam. <laughs> but, that's, but that's it, like, but that's exactly what I feel. It's like, Jesus, I, this is ridiculous. I'm glad you haven't, Pam, <laughs> to, to be honest. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you haven't been successful. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you could continue being shit at that, that that'd, that'd be pretty yeah. good. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to be shit at things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm actually I'm a, I'm a, a qualified um, level one lifeguard and I can't swim. Okay. Is that not one of the prerequisites for yeah. being a lifeguard to be able to swim? <laughs> no, well you see, I'm a, I'm five foot eleven, so in a hotel swim pool. <laughs> He's <laughs> <You> just walk. <laughs> I'll be out to you now in about five minutes. Hold on. What's that? That's about four strides. I'll be there to you in no time. <laughs> Everyone else breaking their bollocks, swimming against the current, and you're just walking. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, like, I can make a, I can make a hand of most things, like, but um. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe keep making a hand at, at the living thing, Pam. Yeah, it's going pretty good now. All right. Yeah. Mm. No. Good. Is there um, is there anyone in your family that 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 has it? Um, bam! It tends to be a genetic element to it. Bipolar? No. 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 I, I'm I'm the first. Okay. As far as I know, like. Well, first first diagnosed, perhaps maybe isn't. Mm. Yeah, maybe so. Um, but I've never like so you 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 become a bit of an expert on people like. Mm. Diagnosing your own things, and I, I haven't seen it thankfully in any yeah. of them anyway. Okay. Speaking of uh, being diagnosed, Bam, was it a relief to finally get a diagnosis? Yeah. What was that like? Yeah, I'm the kind of person that if it has a name, I think there's a better chance of dealing with it mm. than something that's a bit nondescript. Here's, here's all the symptoms, but we don't know what it is. Whereas if, if it's a name, and if I can read a book about it. I think that's half the battle. Yeah. Some of the time, having the awareness around it that you know, okay, right, as a name now, 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 let's see what we can do about it. Yeah, and I do try to educate myself as much as I can about it. Like, and I do, I, I'd be very. I had a blog when I was in pets, and mm. I, I had it on my Facebook. Like, so I'd be very open, and you know, I mm-hmm. no problem whatsoever answering questions about it. Mm. And how do your friends feel about it, Pam? Do you talk to them openly about it? Um, I would, yeah. Great. I would because I, I, I think that to understand me, they need or to understand it, they need to know it. True. Whereas if I suffer in silence and they can't see it, they don't know what they're dealing with. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose one of the important things as well uh, on tackling this subject is that at least if we know more about it, we can look out for it in other people. So yeah. from your experience, Pam, what should we look out for in other people? Well, with me, it was, it was um, what actually drew my attention to first off, because I'd be very, I'm afraid of authority, like I wouldn't, I, I, I try not to be bold. Even when I was a child or anything, you know, I tried to be good. And I started shoplifting. Okay. As I, was, as I was getting older, I realized that it was, that I just, I had built up so much energy I felt like doing something like an adrenaline rush would spin the energy mm. for me and mm. I'd get rid of it, but it didn't oh. work. But I still kept doing it. Well, I wasn't like, I wasn't prolific. I wasn't robbing all around me. And I, I, I openly do it. Like I keep something in my hand at the till. So if they said, what about that? I'd say, oh yeah, sorry. Do you know? And if they didn't notice it, I'd take it away with me. Mm. I'd feel bad about it then when I do, when I would come back to level, level form. I yeah. feel, I'd feel bad for it but there's no way I'm going to drive to Limerick with a three euros bag from pennies like yeah that's the impulsive behaviour that goes along in the that can yeah, go along in, in the manic state mm. yeah if I was doing something I'd feel like the thrill of maybe getting caught would use up all this energy that was boiling okay. inside of me yeah how do you manage it Pam? as I say since since I started on lithium I don't have manic you know, and I don't, I just know there's been no shoplifting or anything. Mm. It's just, it's just like, do you know what I think I'm like, is, you know, when you're in work and somebody comes in and they're in really, really good form and you're not in the best of form, but they're getting on your nerves. They're just so full They're of so life. happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's what I'm like. I'm, I'm like little blue arse fly flying around the place, buzzing in people's ears, like, mm. you know, and then when it's depression, it's just, 
it's just your typical depression. It's like staying in the house, not talking to anyone, not even replying to text messages. Yeah. You know? So I'm looking, I don't have to deal with manic manics as such. I think that would be a lot scarier than being depressed. Okay. I think you're, you're, you lose, you lose a bit of your, your sense, you lose your sense. Like one day when I was in Pets, I ran down the road as fast as I could to see if I could jump across the road in front of the loose. Thankfully, the Lewis was faster than me. You wow. know, but it was just, it was just, I was so full of energy, like. Mm. Um, what do you do outside of medication, Pam? You were talking about running. Like, what's running like for your, your mental health? Um, I was told, in fact, um, that if I was uh, high, not to run. Because I thought running was going to, again, use up the energy. But yeah. They said it was just making it, it was just compounding it. It was just adding energy to what was already there. Oh, that's <coughs> interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, 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 I walk like a bit. I, I'd walk nearly every day and um, I do a bit of running. And when we can socialize, we socialize. You know, mm. we're at someone's house drinking tea and eating chocolate. Like. Mm-hmm, that's to be done. <laughs> yeah, and I write. How, how has, have, have, have you noticed or how has it been uh, around lockdown, uh, Pam? The first one wasn't too bad because I think, I think the whole country thought if we just knuckle down and get this done, when this mm. is over, we'll be out of it. Mm. So when, when, we, when it was over, when the lockdown was over and COVID was still very much rampant, I started to feel mm. this one. Because I thought, Jesus, because I isolate. Mm. I, I like isolating, knowing that I can leave the house and call to see someone when I need to. But it's when you're isolating and you can't leave the house to see someone. Yeah, when it's, when it's on your terms, it's, it's all well yeah, and good. I, but I, I, this is my first week. I had a very kind of a high Christmas. And so I've been coming down and I hit really, really bad now the last two weeks. But this, since Monday or Tuesday of this week now, I'm kind of more or less back to... Knowing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you mentioned then, Pam, that, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of coming back up here now. Uh, is that due to anything or is that just uh, the nature of the beast that it kind of runs its course over those couple of weeks? Or have you done anything or has anything happened that's that's changed that for you then in the last couple of days? No, it, I, it's just run its course. Yeah. As it tends to do, like, as I said, I don't need, I, I don't have triggers as such that would send me up or down and it just needs to run its course and I like yeah I don't think there's anything that would have caused it like mm, mm. but thankfully you're, you're on the way back up yeah mm. I am thank god good fantastic Pam it's been absolutely amazing talking to you thank you for sharing your story with us it's uh, it's definitely something we wanted to talk about we wanted to highlight to people and again you know we're trying to tackle the stigma around mental health so you know you're uh, you're a shining example of somebody who's going to help somebody else your story is going to resonate with somebody and, definitely uh, from the feedback the we get the part of it is it <laughs> all of it you don't need to be able to swim you just need to walk <laughs> just need to be tall as fuck <laughs> If I put you get anywhere in life. <laughs> Thanks, Led. Let's leave it there. We hope you like what you heard. If you do, you can give us a rating, subscribe, leave a comment, or if you think someone you would know would benefit from this podcast, by all means share it with them. Stick it on your social media, it could make a big difference in their lives. Of course, like Pam, we always want to hear from you. If you've got a story to tell, if you want to chat to us, if there's a topic you want us to cover please do get in touch. You can get us on stmhpodcast.com or you can get us on all the social media channels. We're on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. And So you can get us anywhere, basically. Um, big shout out to Fiona Bryan, the producer of our cool little jingle at the top and the jingle you're going to hear now in a couple of seconds. He is absolutely amazing. You want to get in touch with him on Facebook, check him out on FOB Beats. I can't sing. I can't, uh, I can't talk. So uh, I won't be getting in touch with him because I don't need him to do me any music. But if you do, <laughs> <laughs> you can get in touch and he will, uh, he'll sort you out at FOB Beats. Um, Mr. Clark, last mm. word with you, dude. Oh, fuck. Was, uh, oh, you forgot to throw Pam under the poster. Um, I know, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, tell you, I tell you what you reminded me of there of, you know, so, well, I, well, I can't sing. Um, it was on, was it Black Star or Taleb Kweli had it on one of their albums? Um, and it's a, there's an old African proverb if you can walk you can dance 
if you can talk, you can sing. Yeah. That's what you're reminding me of there. Cool. Uh, my one is, uh, just because I can sing doesn't mean I won't sing. <laughs> <laughs> you sing louder than any fucker. And if you get them lyrics wrong, who gives a fuck? You make up your own song. Never mind anybody else. It's, it's, yeah, yeah that's it. it. Yeah, yeah. Sing your song, baby. Sing, sing your, your song. Mental Mental health. The mind is a terrible thing to face.